Yellow. Yellow, 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 yellow. Yellow. Room Radio is on the air, you motherfuckers. My name is Darian. I'm back for another week of Halloween goodness. My main man, Jason Harrell's in the house. Hi, everyone. How are you? Oh, I am just... You look tired. ...static to be here. You look tired. It's good to get out of the house. Yeah. More adventures in elder care. Let's see. I, <laughs> I did manage to squeeze in going to a friend, okay. i.e. you, oh, okay. uh, party. Sure. Um, and... Quickly, he disappeared. I did not last too long <laughs> at my own party. God damn it. I think we've all been there, done We that. have. Uh, apparently, I didn't eat nearly as much as I thought I did, but I drank twice as much as I thought I did. So I think I made it to about the 8.30 p.m. mark. A machine. I tell you what, man. <laughs> a force to be reckoned with. And then I went and got face paint all over my pillowcases. <laughs> like a champion. That was not face paint. <laughs> Ah, stupid What's man. new with you, man? Not a thing, dude. Not a thing. Just as uh, we started recording, I was lamenting the shipping process. I ordered all the VHS movies on Blu-ray. That Holy shit, yeah, that this came is, from a shipper? This is how it came. Wow. This is I'm throwing it away because none of the other ones had slipcovers on it. But VHS 2 had the cardboard ship cover. Looked like somebody ran over it with a, with a truck. I thought you were insinuating the dogs got a hold of no, it. No, this is how it came out of the package. From where? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Amazon? I got it from Amazon, but okay. it might have been one of those independent retailers. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that, dude. I mean, I'm not too bent about it because the other ones didn't have slipcovers It's at all. gotten to the point, especially with Amazon, where <clears throat> I just stockpile all of the Amazon shit for one gigantic return that I know is going to happen. This is summer, sooner or later. Yeah, because they, they damage so much shit. Yeah. I just got a case of uh, Leaky Rockstar. Oh. A dented steel book. Yeah. Oh. Uh, a collector's uh, said, oh, Paranormal Activity box set. Yeah. And uh, that was fucked up. So. What's wrong with that? Well, for a nitpicky twat like myself, <laughs> uh, it had a minuscule one millimeter dent in it that I didn't care for. Oh, I got you beat, buddy. They threw it in a fucking envelope. It's a box. Yeah, that's how that came. In one of these stupid envelopes. Whatever, man. I don't really care. I got the fucking movie. It plays. I can watch it when I want. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, but I'm a slipcover snob. You are. You're very. Uh, you're very high maintenance with your steel books and I your slipcovers. Right on, man. Well, we got a horror show to get into here. Uh, we got some horror news and listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. Let's kick it off with some horror news, Jason. Let's do it. Mm. 
<laughs> Horror news. Mm-hmm. You got anything there, fella? Two things. I don't know if <clears throat> if uh, you've touched on them before. Uh, In Search of Darkness Part 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital release, November 22nd. Physical release, January 23rd. There's a uh, pre-order uh, on their website where you can get, um, well, order the new one or order like a box set with all, all, with three, all three, three. <clears throat> nice. which is good because I went to buy the previous two and I, I, I don't, it must've been like a limited run. Huh. So you had to buy it like third party. Right. Uh, now I'll have a chance to buy all three. I really want to own all of those. Cool. That's a, seen, that's a really good series. I haven't seen any of them. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. Wow. I guess I need to, huh? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's it's a good... Aren't th- they like three hours a piece? They're long yeah. hauls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, give me more. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, don't know if you <laughs> mentioned this one. Uh, Sorority Babes and Slimeball Bolorama Part 2. What? <laughs> Whoa. Let me put my drink down. It, it is filming. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I actually gave you a breaking news. You did. Wow. I was not aware of this. I don't, I've don't. i got I Sorority to, Babes and Slimeball Bolorama on my Google Pings. I wanted to tell you last week. Wow. Uh, but then uh, I'm glad I remembered to bring it up today. I feel like it's, it's whatever it is, it's just going to be a letdown. Well, of course. You can't live up to the original sorority peeps. <laughs> yeah. like well, it's, you know, sets such a bar. Of course. <laughs> this isn't gold. It's painted wood. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I, I figured you had already mentioned it. I did not. I was unaware. Well, there you go. Right on. That's all you got, big fella? That's it, man. The Conjuring 4 is officially in development. Very cool. Now, the rumor mill is saying that this is going to be the start of the Crooked Man scenario you remember the crooked man showed up briefly in conjuring 2 yeah that big cgi fucker yeah he looked like uh, jim carrey in the the mask yeah it looked pretty bad yeah uh well that was what seven eight years ago hopefully they can do something better i sure hope so uh you remember your halloween party last year i do very little of it (laughs) i showed up with a bottle of vodka from the harridan paranormal reserve yes and uh they are releasing another run this year. Okay. Only one haunted location All that right. they've aged their vodka in, and it's inside a chamber with the real Annabelle the doll. Interesting. It is. And it's 200 bucks a bottle. I'm not going to buy it this year because it tasted like <laughs> shit, Jason. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. It was not good vodka. And uh, it came in a cool box, and it had like a... The one I got last year was from the Basilica Axe Murder House. Mm-hmm. That stuff went quick. I was up at 6 in the morning uh, checking it to see because that's when the sales started. Yeah. There was three locations last year. It was um, Basilica Axe Murder House, The Conjuring House, mm-hmm. and the Trans-Allegheny uh, Lunatic Asylum. But yeah, you were sal- saying that they sold out like, like as that. soon as they went live. Yeah. I, was, well, I wanted one from uh, the Lunatic Asylum. By the time I got onto my computer, the only thing left was Basilica Axe It's just crazy that there's that many alcoholic horror fiends out there. Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't we all, Jason? I'm not going to do it, man. It that's, ta- that's a bit steep. It tasted like shit. Uh, you, I, this is the, a beautiful plot to a horror film, though, because I purposefully left the bottle at your house because I knew it would freak your wife out. Next couple of days, I went over there and picked it up because she was yelling at me. <laughs> Bring it back home. My son drops it, and it shatters in my driveway. And uh, like a day later, he goes out there and cuts his foot on the broken glass. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a full-on possession situation to happen here. 
Well, his head's been backwards ever since. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Not even a backwards head spin. <laughs> Not even an infected foot cut. Not even really. No, just a Band-Aid and some Bactine, and he was pretty much good. So there's that. What else we got here? I could throw some rusty nails out there on the driveway that's if you need me gonna, to. That's just going to piss him off and <laughs> me a $300 hospital bill. Uh, are you ready for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game? I'm ready to hear you talk about okay, it. Okay, good. You could just say no. I won't get offended. Um, so we are. what they're saying now is that they are going to introduce more members of the Sawyer family mm-hmm. in this video game. Now, this is... Wasn't this one the one by the guys that did uh, the Friday the 13th? Yes. Okay. Uh, but this one, Kim Hankel, who was one of the original writers for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is developing the story for the video game. Yeah. And he or she has uh, actually created these characters to include some females. Okay. So that should be interesting. I'm not sure how the gameplay is going to go, though. Um, that's a bit of a thing, you know, because it could be like a Dead by Daylight situation where... Just one person does the killing and everybody else has to get away. Yeah. Um, or it could be like some kind of a story-driven thing. I don't know. I'm interested. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully there's more kind of meat on the bone with it <clears throat> yeah. um, than just running around, slashing shit. Yeah. Uh, Joe Bob's Halloween Hangout is up on Shutter. Movies include Elvira's Haunted Hills and a wildly underrated slasher, in my opinion, a film by the name of Popcorn. Have you seen Popcorn? I have went to watch it numerous times and for some reason never finished it. Um, I almost bought like a limited like release of, of it. Did. Yeah, of course I'm you like, did, well, damn it, I know I want to watch it, so I may as well <laughs> go ahead and spend too much money for it. Of course, yeah. Uh, but I didn't. Uh, it's it's not a bad show. It's a slasher takes place in a theater during a midnight movie situation. Yeah. And there's like some lore behind the movie and all kinds of shit. Well, it's kind of weird because I actually recognized something maybe a month and a half or two months ago that I seem to really like a lot of these like theater-based uh, mo- like horror movies. Yeah. yeah. Like the Final Girl, uh, Final Girls sure. started off in the theater. Yeah. That one uh, movie that was on like that dollar, what was it, Dollar General um damn it it was on like one of those three for oh uh yeah with the corkscrew yeah the corkscrew guy uh i I actually really like that last matinee or something like that. yeah it was the one redeemable movie on the the little collector's thing if i had to go since we're already on this tangent if i had to pick a number one theater-based horror movie night of the demons demons or demons oh yeah demons Demons, sorry uh well i mean that because that one's just got everything you need yeah man there's nothing missing from that one Lastly, Burger King has introduced a ghost pepper Whopper for Halloween. There you go. I might try it, but not if it has that goddamn black bun thing. Yeah. Turns your shit red for a couple of weeks. (laughs) Isn't that dyed with uh, squid ink? I don't know what the fuck's in it, but I don't want that. (laughs) Every time I do that, I feel like I'm losing a kidney or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I might try it. I like spicy stuff, and I'm not afraid of fast food burgers, so... I'll let you know. I'll report back. Please do. The ghost pepper. Let us know what your uh, prostate and colon think of it. (laughs) Reporting from the men's room. (laughs) Reporting live. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. You ready for some listener mail? Hell yeah. Let's get it on. Listener mail. 
listener mail. We got uh, emails, voicemails, all kinds of fun stuff going on here, Jason. Let's kick things off over in um, the old... um, Jolly old England, here comes the horror slut. Subject line, pillow fights. You had me at pillows, cat. Evening, gents. I do hope everyone had a safe week. Us ladies had a great time, and yes, there was a good pillow fight. I'll let you all use your imaginations. Hee <laughs> hee. I do agree with the Kreitz for the Terra Dome. They do have the numbers, and they're cuter, in my opinion. Time to get back to my shift. Have a safe and healthy week, cat. Yes, ma'am. Cat's taking the critters in the Terra Dome. Jason, who do you think would win in a fight between the critters and the Lost Boys? Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not as easy as it sounds, right? I gotta go Kreitz. Yep. Yep. I have a feeling. I have a feeling about this one, gentlemen. Although I'd argue they're cuter. The Lost Boys? The Lost Boys are cuter. Sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> which one's the Or should I say dreamier? Which one's the dreamiest Lost Boy? I think probably Brunette Guy, whatever his name brunette was. Brunette Guy. <laughs> There's like 19 of them. I can't remember their names. <laughs> hey, Brunette Guy. Hey, Marco. Uh, David, brunette guy. <laughs> Head and shoulders, dude. Uh, let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Subject line, my nuts. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing mel- well and made it in tonight. Hopefully Buddy remembered my nuts so you can put them in your mouth. <laughs> if not, I can always swing by and bring them over. Special just for you, Darian. Uh, Buddy's not here tonight, Cowboy. I don't know what his problem is, but uh, he didn't make it. Maybe he's laid up from eating all those spicy nuts. He probably put too many nuts in his mouth, and somebody's doing the Heimlich maneuver. Or maybe he just kind of, you know, just rubbed them along the brim of his butthole. (laughs) That could be it, too. (laughs) He's been known to do that with things. Hindsight. (laughs) I I keep asking him why he does that. You know. (laughs) Terra Dome, got to go with the critters. They have the numbers and beat the other vamps. Good point. That is a good point. Two more for the critters. Now, with the mention of the Dark Universe, I rather like The Mummy with Tom Cruise, and don't get why it was so hated. So I watched We're All Going to the World's Fair, and I didn't really get it either. LOL. Also watched Grim Cuddy, which I thought was pretty good, and VHS 99, which I was disappointed in and think the first one is still the best. Side note, there's a chick on TikTok that is creepy like the siren. Ha <laughs> ha. I'll work on sending you one of her creepy clips. Now, are you offering the $400 to have your mom watch us all day? Because I've done more for less. I mean, I can usually be bribed with boobs or beer as it's known. Well, back to the grind and working on Halloween decorations when I get home. I already made a full-size coffin and a bunch of good tombstones. I'll send pics of the finished decor. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch, Catch you on the flip, cowboy. See ya. Right on, cowboy. Uh, my mom has money to spend, cowboy, so I will let you two handle the negotiation process uh, and what exactly she expects of you. <laughs> we got some voicemails here, dude. Let's get down to Alabama with our main man, Alan. Room, what's, what's up? up? So, Terror Dome, give me the critters. Yep. I mean, they done took out the 30 Days of Night vampires with stupid haircuts and fancy motorcycles. <laughs> Gonna do against them anyway. 
Uh, Darian, are you Roman? Oh, you got, I got me. To check out some movies this week. I finally saw Three from Hell. Very cool. I did a lot. Watched uh, the Monster Club, Monster with Club. Vincent Price, yeah. and Donald Pleasance, and John Carradine. Really enjoyed that, and finally saw Old Dark House this Ooh. afternoon. I really enjoyed that. I understand why you talk about it a lot. That's one of my favorites. Anyway, hope y'all are doing good. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Have a good one, Alan. Thanks for calling in, amigo. See you, Alan. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I keep forgetting to check that out. The Old Dark House. Well, if you're going to watch it, watch the one from 1931, not the one from 1960. Okay. The one from 1960 is dumb as shit. Yeah, so we, we're always looking at uh, different properties and stuff uh, yeah. back east for, for our great migration. Of course. Back to a real estate. Um, uh, but Sarah has actually been looking at Alabama. Oh, uh, that'll be fun. Here lately. Okay. So um, How's property value down there? She's liking it. Yeah. She's really liking it. So, uh, but no matter what, Alan, uh, I fully expect uh, to visit you at some point, whether you like it or not, <laughs> when we get back to the east side. Beautiful. We're here. <laughs> Alan. Guess who's here for dinner? I know you're here, Alan. Get Come your, out. Get your possum gizzards ready. <laughs> right on, man. That is all we have on the listener mail. Do you have anything for Cowboy, Alan, or Cat? Love y'all. Love you guys. Thanks for writing and calling in. It's movie time. What went we out into this wilderness to find? Leaving our country, kindred, our father's houses. For what? For the kingdom of God. Let us pray. This family. Oh God, my Lord, and now begin, oh help me, and I'll leave my sin. For I repentant thou shall be. From evil I will turn to thee. None ever shall destroy my faith, for I repent and thou shall be. Oh God, my lord, and now begin, oh help me, and I'll leave my sin. For I repent and thou shall be. From evil I will turn to thee. Let's leave the wood. Ah, uh, shit, Jason Harrell. Yep. It is the Vich. 
This is uh, some scary shit, my man. It's good stuff. It is. I liked it a lot. And there's a lot going on here that you don't necessarily catch on the first watch. Or even the second watch. <laughs> or even without, well, mainly without subtitles. Yeah, you better turn them damn turn, subtitles turn on. Turn the fucking <laughs> subtitles on. Or you're going to be scratching your head a lot going, what is this is she saying? Uh, it's from 2015. Got 6.9 stars on IMDb. That's a full 3.5 stars. Better than President Evil. Written and directed by Robert Eggers. Stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Ineson, and Kate Dickey. It's got a hard R rating. That Ralph Ineson is a bad motherfucker, dude. That is the ugliest fucking guy I've God. seen in a long time. He acts his tits off. <laughs> I mean, gosh. What, ha- what is going on with his face? It looks like it was sculpted in wax and then put in the microwave for 30 seconds. Oh, I think that's exactly what happened. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. I don't know. He's just an ugly man. You know? I don't know. Did- he was in House of Wax, but it was an autobiography. <laughs> that's what it was. He was Wax Mannequin number three. Uh, I don't know, dude. We are in uh, New England, obviously. 1630s. This takes place 60 years before the actual Salem witch trials. And we're going to pick up with a family that is being, I guess, interrogated or questioned uh, by the town elders, I guess, in this weird New England township. Uh, well, Waxman there, yeah. uh, he is basically bitching that uh, the town isn't religious, religious enough. enough. That is hardcore. <clears throat> yeah. These are original OG Puritans. OG Puritans. <laughs> They can't hang with you? <laughs> right. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah, they basically tell them, okay, well, I guess you're better off just fucking off to the woods somewhere. See, then. now, this is a prime example of why you need to listen to your wife. You know what I mean? Because you can see the rest of the family going, shut up. Shut up. Why don't you just go ahead and go then? Well, fine. Maybe I will. Well, fine. Go ahead and go. Ixnay on the inning, say. Uh, cut to them packing up all their pots and pans, getting on a wagon, and fucking off to the wilderness. Oh, shit. This is not a good time nope. to be fucking off to the wilderness. No. Now, I'll spare you the history lesson, but I'll, I can tell you right now, uh, witches are the least of your worries <laughs> in that, that particular New England range around yeah. about this time frame. You've got hostile Native Americans <clears throat> who do some really fucked up things to Caucasians. Uh, you have wildlife. Like actual bears and wolves and shit. Good luck getting quality internet. You're not going to get a Wi-Fi password. <laughs> There's nobody out there to share with. Uh, it's fucked, man. Stay in the township, Jason. Don't go out there. You got it. Instead, they go out there. Uh, they find themselves a nice stretch of land. And uh, I guess we're going to cut to like a year later. Because now uh, we have another baby. And the family, I should tell you, con- consists of Will, the ugly guy, Kate, his wife, um, you may remember her from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. She was the long breastfeeding uh, lordess of house whatever. Yeah, Robin's mom of uh, house. Uh, can't remember. Aaron, not Aaron. Um, Riverdale, I think. Is, is, <laughs> River, is, that one? is that the one with Archie in the I gang? I think there was a Riverdale, yes. <laughs> I don't know. River Run is she what She had the, the Sky Palace. And uh, yeah. she captured Tyrion. Whatever in, that place I was. I don't fucking remember. It's been too long. <laughs> uh, what else? You got uh, Thomason, played by uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. You got two twins, um, Mercy and Jonas. And then you got Caleb, who's probably 14, 
somewhere in the twelve to fourteen range. I we, would say. We've really angered the Game of Thrones dorks. Out oh there. yeah, they are furious right now. <laughs> How dare you! That is what's her name from House Bluejay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's your family. Now we cut to a year later. We have another baby, uh, Samuel, who apparently in their all of their religious worship and farming, they did find time to fuck, which is particularly weird since this little shanty they live in is basically one big room. So you basically got to get it on in front of your kids. Okay, all right. Or maybe they have like a fucking tree. Weren't uh, at least two of the kids living upstairs? I felt like there was some kind of a loft situation yeah, or like a ladder. And maybe they just snuck off to the barn now and then. That's probably how I would do it, yeah. Yeah. Good luck finding any privacy in that place. All right, so now it's a year later. Uh, Things are going pretty swimmingly. They've got a, a bunch of goats hanging around. And there's one goat that they just harass the shit out of. <laughs> I'd be angry, too. He, what, because he's black? <laughs> These motherfuckers. Yeah, but see how long those horns were? Oh, yeah. Those were lady killers, those things. They will not leave this poor goat alone. Uh, the twins, in particular, have made up like a whole choreographed song about them, and they just chase the poor goat up and down the fucking farm all day long. Um, he gets out periodically. Now, let me ask you this. We're going to we're we're getting like a snapshot of their day-to-day life. There's I never really thought that anything like kinky was going on here except for this one part. It's the part where uh Black Philip gets out, the twins are chasing him back and forth. Uh Will comes out and helps corral him back into his fucking shed or whatever. Yeah. And then he slips and <clears throat> falls and the twins start laughing at him. And then uh Kate makes Thomason go and undress her dad. That got a little, like, what What are we doing here? Well, it's not like he was naked. Well, I know, but she's like, he just stands there, and she comes up and starts undoing his shirt. Yeah, but back then, every him. piece of clothing had a minimum of 700 buttons. Sure. So you need a little help. Why can't you do it? <laughs> I'm maybe they, maybe they button in the back. Well, no, it was in the front because it, it felt to me like a very sexually charged situation. And not in the least to me. No, and no. <laughs> maybe it's just me. <laughs> and trust me, if there's somebody that's going to find him in an incestuous <laughs> moment, it's going to be me. You are the the authority on <laughs> incestuous moments. That just I just felt a little weird watching that because like he's just standing there, he's not helping her. The buttons are in the front. You can take your own fucking shirt off. But she comes up and starts undoing his shirt and, like, pulling it down and, like, getting all of his clothes off. Well, it's off. just all so long because there's, like, a full yeah. bathrobe underneath yeah. that, uh, like, his getup Everything there. is made out of bed sheets. So maybe it's just so awkward that you would, if you're doing it yourself, you might trip and break your neck. Sure. I'll buy that. Why not? <laughs> I'll buy that. <laughs> Honey, come get these underwear off me. <laughs> I don't want to hurt myself. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. It, it, there's no other allusions to that after that. But uh, Dad's all pissed off, so Thomason gets sent to the river to wash his clothes immediately. Uh, Caleb goes with her. Uh, Thomason and Caleb are pretty close, I would say. At least they're, like, chummy, you know? Uh, the twins, like, sneak down there, and they start putting, like, ooh, I'm the witch of the woods. And yeah, they're a couple of assholes. They are fucking jerk-offs. Yeah. Um, Apparently, the, the running gag here at the, the weird religioso house is that there's a witch in the woods, and you got to stay the fuck out of the woods or she'll catch you and eat you. I get that. I would probably tell my kids something else just to keep them out of the woods sure. where the bears and the wolves are. 
Not to mention the gnarly insects and possibly angry Native Americans. Damn ticks. Ticks. Tell you what. <laughs> bring termites up in here. Uh, that's pretty gnarly. Uh, and we get like, this is, I'm blazing through a lot of this stuff, but there's a lot of atmospheric buildup. For example, at this point, William is like looking at his crops. All of his corn is showing up black. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. I don't think you can eat black corn. Can you? Uh, I wouldn't imagine so. I wouldn't imagine unless that's what you use to make those black potato chi- or, uh, yeah. tortilla chips. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what it's made oh, from. Well, then there you go. Yeah. He's golden. You're going to have <laughs> chips for days. Um, what else is happening? Um, well, you got the like a goat. Uh, I mean, if we're kind of skipping through. Um, one goat, instead of producing milk, is basically squirting, squirting blood. blood. Yeah. Uh, the crops are failing. Um, basically, nothing is going right. No, they of course can't, not. They can't yield any crops. Nope. They're not having any success with much of anything, really. No, and uh, tension is building as well. Now, the, the really, here's the problem. So, food is running out. Winter is approaching. Uh, Will and Caleb go out and they go hunting. Now, there's a little subplot here going on about a silver cup. Kate's got a silver cup that was like the wine cup of her father. Mm-hmm. She really enjoys this silver cup. Yeah. Suddenly, she can't find the fucking thing anymore. Now, Kate, I think, and this kind of lends itself to my incestuous subplot, is very resentful of Thomason, seemingly for no reason. Except, you know, unless there's something else going on here. Which I'm not saying there is. Right. But mm-hmm. she just seems like a little extra cunty towards Thomason all the time. Yeah. Uh, she keeps asking Thomason about the cup. Where's the cup? Thomason's like, I don't have your cup. I didn't touch it. I don't know where it is. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, everything's getting kind of desperate because now the food is running out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will and Caleb go out hunting. Now, Caleb swears to everybody that he saw an apple tree somewhere in a nearby valley. So while they're out like hunting for rabbits and stuff, they're going to try and track down this apple tree. Uh, they happen upon a rabbit. He tries to shoot it, but it somehow the musket backs fires and blows something into his eye. Yeah. Not sure what exactly what happened there. The gunpowder used for the charge. I have zero expertise when it comes to Well, I'm a little older than you. You so, are, and you, you do, you, you're one of those uh, <laughs> those uh, Revolutionary War impersonators. No, I, I just took it as like it was kind of overpacked there at the at the flint sure I, I don't know if it uses flint or a fucking wick or what okay i'll buy that i'll buy that it was yet another mishap basically amongst all of these other trials that they're going through what we're telling you is that will really sucks at this all of it <laughs> he, really like, he really can't do much of anything yeah he can chop the shit out of some wood he can chop the wood he's got that down and uh he's good at yelling at his kids um, he's not an attractive man. I, I cannot get Well, his old that. lady's not very attractive. She's either. not, and she looks like she's got about 20 years on him, so there's that too. Uh, anyway, they come back again. No food. Uh, Kate's bent at them because uh, Will took uh, Caleb into the, uh, the, the valley, and I guess that was like one of her big rules. Kids don't go in the woods ever, never, ever, ever. So she's all fired up, and Caleb kind of covers for him. He's like, oh, I thought we we thought we saw an apple tree. We were going to go and uh, pick you an apple because, you know, you've been kind of pissy lately. So she kind of writes it, okay, well, take it easy on that. Don't worry about the apples. Uh, 
everything is just gradually getting shittier and shittier and shittier. Now, at this point, we overhear a conversation. Um, Kate is kind of falling apart. She's getting all depressed and moody, and she's snapping at everybody. Uh, the kids go to bed one night, and Will and Kate are having like some what they think is like private time. And basically, they discuss the idea of sending Thomason to go work at the neighbor's house, like as some kind of a servant or something like that. There's no fucking neighbors out here, Jason. I think maybe it was back in town. I hope so. Yeah. And if I'm Thomason, I'm jumping up and down. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here right, now! Right. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Um, Thomason's all bent about it. The kids heard the whole shit. Yeah. You know, and then they heard uh, Kate crying about the cup again and all this. So Caleb gets the brilliant idea. You know what? We're not going to have to send you off to the neighbor's farm. We're not going to be short of food because I'm going to walk us right up to that apple tree and we're going to have apples for days, man. And let's go ahead and bring the old uh, flintlock in case I decide to blast me a wolf or something. Get Bring us a deer home to eat, too. So Caleb and Thomason take off into the woods in the middle of the fucking night, buddy. Now, isn't this after like the big kickoff point? With the baby? Oh, yeah. I flew okay. right past <laughs> yeah, that, didn't I? Yeah, kind of a... I, that's kind of a kind thing. Kind of a big yeah, thing. Yeah, that's kind of a thing. <laughs> so that, that, that part was wacky, too. You would think that they would like keep that in their back pocket, you know? Because that's kind of a big deal. That, you would think that, that it exists. Well, that the baby got taken. Right. And the nature of which it got taken. Yeah, okay. So basically, Thomason is watching the baby, Samuel, and she's playing peekaboo with it. And she puts, she covers her face, and then she, boo, and then she covers her face, and then boo, and then she covers her face, and then she, boo, and then the baby's gone. Yep. Just like that. And then it, man, I couldn't believe, I remember when we saw this in theater, I was, my, my mind was just blown by the scene that it cut to. Yeah. With the witch the, and the baby and what she would go on to do with the baby. Yeah. She uh, basically butchers it and... uh Rubs all of it all over herself and a broomstick. There is a lot of naked old lady in this <laughs> yeah, movie. There is. <laughs> uh, almost as much as the ta- taking of Deborah Logan, I would say. <laughs> Although we don't get as much frontal <laughs> in this one. Yeah, so uh, like, kind of like you're saying, um, you're surprised that they didn't kind of keep that or subdue it or something like I, that. Well, I mean, it's going to happen, sure, but you would think that that would be like the end point. So I watched uh, a instead of rewatching it today, I was going to rewatch it with full commentary, but instead I wanted to go watch a bunch of people's analysis. Sure. And And, uh, there was this one guy who was saying that the existence of the witch in the movie can be seen as reality or can be seen as metaphor. And I would very much argue that there's any metaphor to the existence of the witch because. It's very affront at, at, at like showing the witch yeah. take the baby, yeah, rub its blood, blood and guts, and guts all, over. all over everything. Yeah, I mean it's not like we just conjured that up. No, and uh, there are other supernatural events that occur later in the film. Yeah, that I don't know how those would be metaphorical either. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's nasty, and that kind of sends Kate. That starts Kate. Yeah, that adds to to her downward spiral. Exactly. Uh, that's pretty fucked. Uh, now we cut to back to Thomason and Caleb who are going out to find this mysterious apple tree in the middle of the night. 
they do happen upon a fox or a rabbit, and uh, Caleb's like, I'm going to go get it. And he takes off hauling ass after it. Thomason gets thrown off the horse and knocked out. Oh, shit. Now we cut to the next morning. Will and Kate wake up. Two of their kids are missing. The two good ones. They're still stuck with the two shitty <laughs> yeah, ones. they got two assholes. The, yeah, the two good ones are gone. They're like, oh, fuck. We're running around chasing the ghosts. Church, that's all they do all it's fucking like day long. Ye old PlayStation. God damn it. <laughs> goat hey, chasing. You want to go chase the goat again? Yeah! <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to catch it this time. Uh, so they are now running around the woods trying to find Thomason and, and uh, Caleb. Uh, Thomason comes to, like, next afternoon, staggers back to the to the farm. Will catches her. He's like, oh, okay, great, you're here. Uh, where's Caleb? And she's like, I, he took off, and I got thrown off the horse, and I found my way back. Now, like, a torrential downpour starts there in the, in the woods. So um, they're like, well, fuck, what are we going to – he's out there somewhere and, uh, you know, we're, we're wasting time here. We could go to the village and get help. We could uh, go to the neighbors four miles that way and get help. We could do something. And Will finally is like, ah, all right, as soon as the rain stops, I'll go and then I'll get some help from the, uh, the village. Uh, Thomason goes to put the goats back in their little shed, and that's where she finds Caleb naked, like propped up against the fence. Now, while Caleb was out parading around the woods uh, trying to shoot something, he came upon an old shanty, Jason. Now, I'm not one to... Uh, was it inhabited by an old lady? No. It no, it was not. not. <laughs> it was actually inhabited by a very attractive young lady with a nice rack on her, too. <laughs> Those things were really hoisted up. They were. They, they you know, spackled them up there, I yeah. think. She comes out and she's like, "Ah, come here." That ba- those baby guts are very transformative. I tell you what, if, Revlon ain't got shit nope, on this. If you can get your hands on some, some baby, baby guts, guts. <laughs> I mean, I prefer not to kill a baby, but if there's like a generic product that has similar qualities, uh, she comes out and she's like, "Ah, come here." <laughs> Nailed it. And then, well, the word the the hard part is like you can see. The kid that played Caleb actually did a really good job. Yeah. Because you can see on his face, like, I, this is not, I should not. This is, there's no, no way anything good, but he can't stop because he's 14 and he's horned up. And, and earlier he was even doing a little tit lurking at Thomason's boobs. He was, boobs. he was, as any 14 year old kid should. Yeah. Uh, maybe not your sister, but. Hey. Any port in a tit storm <laughs> is what I say. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so he goes in there and we don't really see what happens once he goes in there, except now he's naked and he's, uh, propped up against the fence in this torrential downpour. Uh, they grab him, they pull him inside, they get him in the blankets, dried off and everything. He's sick as a fucking dog. And this part was kind of strange. Now they got him bundled up. They're trying to keep him warm. Apparently the next move to make is to make small cuts on his head and let him bleed. Bloodletting. Is there a point to that? What's well, like leeching? Well, yeah, I. But if you have a cold because you've been out in the rain, what good is letting go of some some red gonna do you? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whose they, idea was it to be? Their with, their right? medicine cabinet basically consisted of two things: a cross and some dirt. <laughs> right, prayer <laughs> and cutting a motherfucker open. <laughs> well, we've been praying that didn't work. <laughs> right, got some bad news for you, Caleb. 
Uh, so anyway, that's what they do, and they keep an eye on him. He's not well, but he's alive. Um, finally, the next morning, they're like, all right, let's let's tr- just try to get back. Everybody's here and accounted for. Great. Let's let him rest. We'll get back to work. we got a lot of shit to do. Um, they, he's going to need some kind of medicine or medical assistance of some kind. So Will goes downstairs. He's like, all right, I'm going to take him back to the, the village. We'll talk to a doctor. I'm not going to go back empty-handed. So he starts like grabbing a bunch of corn and shit that he can trade and sell while he's there. Uh, while he's getting all that ready, Caleb like bolts upright and starts screaming. So everybody runs upstairs to see what his problem is. And um, what I can only describe as some kind of well what i wrote was that he monologued himself to death because <laughs> it's like a very religious upheaval of like oh she's on me and she's attacking me and then oh jesus what a swell guy you are take me in your arms and then yeah. he just kind of he coughs up a full apple mm-hmm. like out of his his esophagus yeah that's a big item uh at one point, they're talking because it's like coming out of his throat. They're talking about having to break it, break his jaw to get it out of there. But then he just hurls it out, and it goes flying across the the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of this big religious rapture, he just stops breathing, and then that's that. Yeah, um, it's and hands down. Like I'm always so impressed with that kid's chops yeah. during that scene. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, and I always took that as like he's got kind of this battle going on with being ensnared by the power of the witch. But then I see because he was a very devout child, so I <clears throat> I always took that as him winning over him, defeating the evil, and going in into like ascending to heaven or sure. being enraptured by by the Lord. Sure. Um, and that's just kind of how I took it. Uh, but, man, that kid just acts his ass off. Yeah, he did a hell of a job, especially for somebody his age, given the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just dies. And then, oh, shit, here comes a bunch of, uh, a bunch of accusations. And uh, it's, so as he's in his death throes, the twins just start going into this nauseous spaz attack. Yeah. And uh, if you know anything about the Salem Witch Trials, this actually kind of occurred during those also, where the kids that were accusing the the ladies of being witches would just randomly have, like, these epileptic seizures. And then when they came out of it, they'd be like, I was attacked by her! They'd be like, she was on the other side of town. No, in spirits! Woo! You know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't take a lot of hard evidence. <laughs> no, and it didn't take a lot of convincing either. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, the kids snap out of it and they're, they're like, Thomason's a witch. She told us she was a witch down at the river that one time. And then they run outside and grab Thomason, bring her up there and like, are you a witch? And she's like, no, I'm not a witch. I told that to the kids just to keep them, you know, in line. And then she's like, oh, by the way, they were playing like they were the witch. So maybe you should talk to them. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) this part is actually very silly because we get into this huge emphatic argument. And then somehow they start pointing fingers at the goat. (laughs) The goat is the fucking witch. Now they're arguing with each other over who the last person to talk to the goat was. Yeah, I saw you talking to that goat. I didn't talk to the goat. They were talking to the goat. Well, why don't you go ask the goat then? Um... Mom and dad are beside themselves with what the fuck is going on exactly. Uh, at some point, they decide to kneel and pray over Caleb. Uh, the kid, the 
Jonas and Mercy can't seem to spit out the Lord's Prayer. They, so that apparently is some sign of bewitchment. And uh, that doesn't necessarily make them the witch. It just means that they are, they've been affected by the witch, I yeah. guess. So it's still open jury on who the witch is. Um, finally, Dad has had about enough of all of this shit. So he's like, guess what? I'm boarding your fucking asses up, all three of you, in there with uh, the goat. And you can talk to him all you want and see if between the four of you, you can figure this shit out. So he boards them all up in the, the goat shed with Black Phillip. I've, you can't help but feel bad for Black Phillip. He's just a fucking goat man. He's had about enough. He's been bullied by these kids relentlessly. Uh, everybody's accusing him of a bunch of shit he had nothing to do with. I'm a fucking goat, you know? Yeah. And now he's got three uh, asshat roommates he's got to deal with. I don't know, man. Uh, they board him up and then they, they put him in there overnight. Now, while that night, they fight, I think the plan at this point was uh, they were going to take all three kids back to the village the next morning and make formal accusations or something like that. Hmm, I can't recall. I don't know. Or maybe they just wanted a night alone to get away from these motherfuckers yeah. and the goddamn goat. Uh, they board them up in there. While they're in there that night, they hear a bunch of weird sounds. And uh, for you get a quick snippet of the naked old lady who is now in there with them and Black Phillip. Uh, I couldn't tell what she was doing, though. Could you? Mm-mm. Looked like she was like hunched over something. Maybe she was like mixing something or building something. I don't know. But they're all freaking out. Cut to the next morning. Uh, Will wakes up. Well, actually, cut to that night. We get a very gnarly scene of Kate waking up in the middle of the night, going around the curtain or whatever it is, where she sees Caleb and Samuel just hanging, just sitting there on the bench. Hey, Mom, what's up? Oh, good. I thought you might still be alive. So good to see you guys. I thought you were both dead. I'd like to suck on my booby now. now. How about a little booby for you? <laughs> and we get that awesome scene of the crow pecking her tit off while she just laughs. Talk about your weird typecast situation. God. Because in Game of Thrones, she's Much breastfeeding till the motherfucker's like 37 yep. years old. Much the same. Here, you, you're breastfeeding crows. Yeah. I need a breast. Like, hey, it's that chick. <laughs> I need a. I need the best breastfeeder in Hollywood, and I need her now. <laughs> Get uh, Katie uh, Dickey over here. So, fucking crow has pecked one of her boobs completely off. But apparently, it doesn't bother her one bit because she just wakes up the next morning with a bloody shirt on. Yeah. Uh, Will wakes up first. He goes outside. It looks like the shed has been attacked by a werewolf. The fucking all the wood is blown out. Uh, Thomason is like laying on her side and she's got blood coming out of her head. I never saw what happened to the twins. Did you? Mm -mm. They're just gone. And we are not going to hear from them again for the rest of the movie. I'll be damn. Right? God, I've watched this so many times. I think maybe if you study that scene, you might see them laying in the wreckage. Well, maybe that, or maybe that's what, um, maybe the witch was doing something to them. Could be. Yeah. Since we didn't really know what she was doing. Yeah. Had to pay more attention to that Me scene. Me too. Because I looked and I there was from this point forward, the twins are not mentioned again. Hmm. And, or seen or heard or anything. Uh, anyway, uh, Will runs out there. He's like, holy shit, Thomason, what happened? And she's like, oh, the witch was here. The witch was here. And he's like, oh, all right. Well, with this. And then blammo from out of nowhere. Black Phillip's revenge! <laughs> he saw an opening and he took it and he gores the shit out of um, 
Will. Uh, Will takes what a fucking horns were like, a good 18 inches yeah. a piece. He took one right square to the gut. And then plows into his massive giant tower of wood logs. pile, which just collapse on him. Uh, he, for a second, like gets up and grabs an axe like he's going to fight off Black Phillip. But then he just drops it and he's like, yeah, this <laughs> this fucking sucks. I'm ready to check out. <laughs> so he gets uh, he gets gored again by Black Phillip and smashed into his wood pile. Uh, Kate comes out just in time to see this. Uh, Thomason is like, I don't know what the fuck. Just to go to tack. Damnest thing, Mom. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it if you seen it with your own eyes. And, of course, Kate is pretty close to being cuckoo bananas at this yeah. point. So she just attacks her and starts accusing her of being a witch. We get a little bit of a slap fight there for a second. Uh, Kate gets on top of Thomason and starts choking her. And Thomason manages to reach a trowel. Like a gardening trowel. Yeah, and just uh, starts slashing at mom. Eventually has to stab mom to death and kill her. Uh, she kind of uh, is goes into this PTSD state at this point and staggers back into the, the shanty and just kind of puts her head down on a table and collapses. Uh, comes to that night, she's like, well, I got no family. Um, I got no food. I got uh, I got nothing. Why don't I go see what Black Phillip's up to? Maybe I can chase him around for a little bit. <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> Yo, Phil uh, goes out there and she's like, okay, uh, can you – I know you're a goat, but is – Think you, is there anything you could do for me in this situation? I understand it's kind of weird, but you did kill my dad. Uh, and this is where we get this this big supernatural dramatic ending where the goat walks into the, the shed. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see like a... Um, you have like one pirate boot, yeah, one cloven hoof. One cloven hoof. And then he's got like a... I, he puts like his... What I think was his hand on her shoulder... But it had it kind of looked like a hoof a little bit. I thought it's a very dark scene. It's kind of it hard to make out dark, what's going yeah. on. But he starts whispering to her in this smooth voice. Would thou like the taste, taste of, of butter? butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I found out that what's up, you smooth talker. <laughs> you got some butter on you? Or? Uh, apparently, the Catholic Church for a short time outlawed butter. Hmm. So that was kind of like forbidden fruit for a while. Um, and then what? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Mm-hmm. She basically says yes. Just whatever. Just well, her it. life has sucked. He's fucking major fucked. dick to this yes. point. Even at the the good times, it was still pretty shitty. Yeah, she's like, yes. What what, what do you what do you want? You want to fuck me? You want me to sign something? I don't know how to write. Uh, yeah. I will guide your hand. And then she goes walking off into the woods. Uh, naked, of course, where she happens upon some kind of a mosh pit situation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a bunch of horny ladies uh, getting down. And then they all float off up into the sky. Mm-hmm. There, Jason. Living deliciously. What do you think of that? I think it's all fantastic. I love it. It's a I great think movie. It's a tremendous movie. Uh, the the scenery, the bleakness of of the entire movie really does just play so much into buying into their plight, totally. their misery, yeah. their solitude. Oh, yeah. Um, everything's great about it. I, it's just such a tremendous movie. Um, I, I watched one kind of interesting little analysis today where uh, they were talking about how it's also, if you want to look at it 
from this perspective, it's also kind of an allegory for the seven deadly sins. Okay. You have the, the pride of the father. Right. Uh, his pride is what made them leave the right. township. He was above and judgmental of the township. Sure. Uh, then in this environment where he cannot succeed, he, that's why he's so consumed with chopping the wood because mm-hmm. it's still the one manly thing that he can actually pull off. Sure. And then it's kind of his ultimate demise yeah. <laughs> in that it you know towers down upon him. Sweet irony. You had uh, sloth for the two little portly kids. Fuckheads, those two. Uh, you had, uh, what was it, um, envy uh, from the mother. Yeah. Uh, because she was very in, kind of envious or in jealous towards Thomason. Sure. Um, but anyway, it, it really kind of spelled it out in a way that I hadn't considered it. Huh. Uh, and I, I think it was just an interesting take on it. Uh, but all in all, it is one hell of a movie. I agree. Um, it's probably my favorite witch-type movie. Probably. I think you're pretty hard-pressed to find anything better than this. Uh, the pacing. I love the pacing of it. It's it's my kind of movie with the pacing. Um, again, just that kind of that scene setting. The dialogue is phenomenal. You gotta turn the subtitles. You gotta on. get those. I'm telling subs you right on. now. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck kind of accent they were going for, but even without the dialect, you know, yeah. good luck understanding what the hell they're saying most right. of the time. Yeah. Great show. I'm sure you've seen it, inmates. Uh, if you haven't, I think it is streaming right now on HBO Max. So you can check it out there if you're interested. We are going to take ourselves a little break there, Jason Harrell. We'll come back with some other stuff. Hi. I wake up to the sounds of the silence that allows for my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground. I'm searching to behold the stories that I told when my back is to the world that was smiling when I turned. Yeah, okay, I'm hoping 
hoping that somebody pray for me. I'm praying that somebody hope for me. I'm staying where nobody supposed to be. Papa posted, being a wreck of emotions. Ready to go whenever you let me know. The road is long, so put the pedal into the flow. The energy on my trail, my energy unavailable. I'ma tell it my silly way go. They wanna fly on my drive to the top. I've been out of shape, taking out the box. I'm an astronaut. I blasted off the planet, rocked the cause catastrophe, and it matters more because I had it. Now I had I thought about wreaking havoc on an opposition. Kinda shocking, they want a static with precision. I'm automatic, quarterback. I ain't talking second packet. Pack it up, I don't panic. Batter, batter up. Who the baddest? It don't matter, cause we is your thing. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Jason Harrell. We are. If we ever went out to live in the woods and I had to like fucking put together a shanty <laughs> or a lean-to... Yeah? Um... <laughs> <laughs> it would it, it it's not gonna keep me a good fart would knock it over I do think. you think you could even muster up like some black corn uh you no. think you could pull no. it off Are you kidding me no <laughs> no i could, what i would do is go out there and complain about everything for a day and a half and then i'd probably be uh summarily executed by the rest of the villagers or but banished or something. Get rid of that guy. He's bringing us all down. Just make sure Uber Eats still delivers you know, out there. You'll be okay. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll call a fucking pizza in or something. <laughs> Buy a tiny house. Yeah, you know. All right, my man. You ready to get into the Terra Dome? Hell yeah. Let's do it. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Let's dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. To the Terradome. First, last week's winners, Jason. Team's competition. We had the Critters versus the Lost Boys. The chaos emanating from the gas station was cacophonous. The boys rushed in only to find their brethren picked clean to the bone. 
then the next wave of critters closed in on the survivors. With a vote of 8-1, to one, the critters advance over the Lost Boys, Jason. Damn it. Yep. I mean, that's a hard fight, dude. You know? Who's going to take down the critters? The Blob. The Blob could take down the critters. Or possibly RoboCop. <laughs> I think. I thought David's be- the power of David's beard would have won. Mullet. You'd think that they would just swoon and collapse, right? <laughs> it doesn't work that way, Jason. All right. Come on, man. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? We are in the Asylum Conference, round 13. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. <clears throat> the prince had seemingly found the ideal base of operations for his future ventures in North America. A small ghost town in West Virginia where the sun never shined and the living feared to tread. The town of Silent Hill had been abandoned decades previous. A disastrous fire in the town's coal mine had taken too many lives and left the town and its surrounding areas all but uninhabitable. The ash from the still-burning fire choked out the sun altogether, the perfect home for a vampire and his minions. Time had come to set up operations. While the Count was detained in Europe, his beloved brides were sent to prepare the property for his arrival. As they emerged from their tombs on that first night, they found Silent Hill to be a ghost town of a different sort. The air raid siren marked the arrival of the welcoming committee. Team's competition, we have the Silent Hill nurses versus the Brides of Dracula. Jason, what do you think of that? Brides. I think I'm going to take the nurses on this one, buddy. All right. I think I am. And the reason I'm going with it is because uh, they have, like, stake-like weapons, sort of. So they could get lucky. There's only three brides. Yeah, but they got, like, no aim. They don't. They swing wild. Yeah. But if they can surround the brides. Because there seems to be an infinite number of these goddamn sexy nurses. There's three. <laughs> very brides. sexy. Very sexy. I'm taking the Silent Hill nurses. That's your Terra Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. Brides of Dracula versus the Silent Hill nurses. As usual, get us your uh, votes by next week. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or on the email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. I've got some bad news here, Jason. What? Tom Hardy got a last-minute voicemail in. Should we play it? Yeah. Let's do it. I make the rules around here. I decide what we we do and what we don't do. Guess what, Tom Hardy? He sent you a picture of his tits, didn't he? (laughs) Probably. I hope so. That'd be nice. Hey-yo. Hey-yo. How's my favorite degenerate? What's up, last-minute guy? Oh, I hope everyone is doing good. I hope everyone is ready for a good terror dome here. You betcha. Man, this is, this is a tough one for me. <laughs> Love me the Lost Boys, but come on. Critters, right? These are the critters, man. Yeah. If anybody can eat a mullet and like, <laughs> poop and cross earrings, it's got to be the fucking critters. Yep. So put me down for the critters. Actually, that's not even a tough one. It's just a uh, personal just, preference. Yeah, tough one. you just don't want to see the uh, Anyway, I did want to get in. I got a bunch of uh, the What Are You Looking At oh, okay. apartment. Yeah. I uh, got to catch the new Hellraiser. What do you think of that? And I thought that one was pretty good, man. Okay. I, uh, I'm really impressed with what Hulu's been putting out, yeah. man, with getting the Predator back together, getting Hellraiser back together. And I don't know if these are uh, Hulu productions or they just happened to purchase them or, I don't know or what. But all I can say is I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed with uh, Hulu lately. Yeah. A uh, couple of things. I think you're right. 
I think the uh, the color on the Cenobites wasn't accurate. Uh, I I'll be right off. I I expected to not like Cenobites. Okay. I feel like once you've once you've seen the Cenobites, what what are you going to show new? You know, what are you going to do different? What are you going to do better? Yeah. And I know that you can. I feel like everything is going to be a takeoff. Well, sure. Uh, but one of the other problems I had was a uh, pinhead. Huh. Was uh, I mean, it's a bad name, pinhead. I mean, because they're more like nails in the head and. True. And in this one, they, they literally are like very thin pins. Yeah. And uh, okay, I, I didn't tags. much care for that. And they didn't go <laughs> right? around the whole head. You know, they kind of... Just on the face. They kind of popped at the crown, I guess. Yeah. They didn't go all the way down the back. And I don't know. I like Push my pinhead pin to be complete, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so that one, not so much. Um, I did get to catch the new Munsters. Oh, okay. Never really been a Munsters fan. I was always an um, Adams Family guy. I guess more of an Adams Family yeah. fan, but I just, uh, I don't know. The only reason I watched it is because it's Rob Zombie, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? He's done good before. Sure. Not always, but he has. Yeah, so definitely not always. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if you have to be a Munsters fan. I heard somebody say, hey, if you're a Munsters fan, you're going to love it, because it's like, a bunch of Munster vignettes. All right. And uh, maybe that's true. Like I said, I'm not a Munster's guy, so I couldn't comment to that. But All right. I didn't care for it myself. Um, whoa. Shit. Sorry about that. Oh, look out. Something. Hey. Um, God damn it, dog. Uh, oh, oh, the other thing um, I got to catch was Dash Cam. Oh, I And yeah. uh, I really wanted to talk about this one here. I watched that one, too. And I was going to bring it up, and what are you looking at? See, I would think that if you are <clears throat> kind of a Munster's nut, yeah. that you would be more inclined to not like it because you can't replace Fred Gwynn. No, of course not. And this guy looks nothing like Herman Munster. I mean... I mean, he's got the overall kind of appearance, but I don't know. He's got this half-tard look about him, too. Yeah, but he looks like that in every Rob. It's that same guy. <laughs> He's in every Rob Zombie It's movie. that guy. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips, I think is his name. Um, I, I think if I was a, a Munster's nut, though, I'd be more of a purist. And well, of course. would probably not really like it just because of that. Well, I mean, this is I think it's going to be fine. I'm sure it is. I'll it's tell a, you within a couple of days. Okay. It's, it's, a, family, it's a family film. It's full of quippy little one-liners and yeah. zingers and yeah, whatever. All right, he called uh, back. It's very pretty. It looks good. Yeah, I mean, like good. visually. Yeah. Uh, he called back. G motherfucking. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! So anyway, I was saying, um, I actually Dash sure about this flick. How I feel about it. Like, okay. Initially, I was like. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of stupid, you know, like some of the decisions that the uh, protagonist or what was called the main character makes. I can, um, I, okay, I can explain. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if you, you know, you've got this major fucking problem. Right. I don't want to spoil it because it is a brand new film. No, I saw you've got this major fucking I problem. Okay. And you're, you're not going to. The like people that are trying to help you, you're like. I don't even want to say pushing them away. I'm saying you're actively like fighting them instead of the monster. And then it is, you know, found footage. Right. But it does way too much of that whole fucking, uh, you know, 
uh, shaky cam, well, rolling cam bullshit. Yeah, but um, okay, I think I can. And something that. else uh, that came to me, and I, I so I was very unsure. I was, to be honest, with you, I was very much like I don't think I like this look. I don't okay, think, until after the credits, <laughs> the after credit scene. All of a sudden, I was like, wait a second. I know maybe exactly I what you're talking about. This look. Maybe, okay. maybe I didn't quite get this look right. Um, so I'd be curious, uh, your guys' opinions of it. Uh, if you do decide to give it a shot, you know, I if it is found it. footage, and at least give it a shot until you get to, uh, like probably like 10, 15 minutes in and you get to the, uh, butt buffet wrap. <laughs> and, uh, that's a real fucking thing. I didn't make it that is. shit up. Nope. And I think then you'll know whether or not you want to watch the rest of this movie. I agree. After you see that. Okay. Anyway, curious if you guys watch it. I curious did. of your opinions. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. I will drop some knowledge on you here in a scant few there, Tom Hardy. So, it, it's actually a movie I have wanted to see. Where did you watch it at? Um, I'm is not, it Hulu? I'm 90% sure it was Hulu. Okay. Uh, so, if you can hold off on any discussions... Okay, I can skip it. Uh, and then we'll reconvene. Sure. Because I really, I mean, I have really avoided everything about it. It doesn't even have a great review. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> that I'm not going to like you it. You are not going to like it. I, but I, I've been wrong before. I love found footage. You loved uh, Witch Trap. And I thought you were going to come in here and kick me square in the nuts for making you watch Witch Trap. Oh, yeah. that God, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was. This doesn't look like a fun movie. I will say this: if you, it's it all boils down to the main character. Okay, you're either going to love her or oh, you're going to hate her. That's right. This this she was actually so I have seen some quick snippets of other reviews. Okay, and that is most people's complaint. They um, hate the character. I can see why. Okay, I rather it's in, the Franklin. I well, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay. I, you're either going to love her or you're going to hate her. Okay. I rather enjoyed her. Okay. I thought she was pretty cool. All right. And I know exactly what – so what Tom Hardy was saying is that you got to sit through the credits. Because okay. something is going on while the, the end credits are rolling. I'll do that. And it kind of puts a whole other paint job on things. Okay. Other than that, uh, we will convene next week, hopefully, if you can make it. And we'll discuss it in full detail. And then, in fact, why don't we make that our immersion therapy for the week? There it for, is. For the week. Okay, dash cam, it is locked in. All right, Tom Hardy, thanks for calling in halfway through the show, you maniac. <laughs> we put you down anyway. Uh, in the meantime, how about a little what are you looking at, Jason? A lot. Me too. What are you looking at? Yes, I'll run you through this as fast as I possibly can. VHS from 2012. I ordered all of the VHS movies after I watched VHS 99. Uh, I think what I'm going to do, and don't hold me to this because I'm very flaky, uh, I'm going to do a Patreon show on all the VHS segments. And I'll do it in seasons. I'll cover one segment per show and just give you my thoughts and a quick rundown. And there you have it. There it is. There it is. Don't hold me to that because I probably will it's not do it. It's never going to pan out. <laughs> uh, I watched that. I watched Spring from 2014. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. More of a love story, but the chick 
is probably one of the most attractive actresses I've seen in a very long time. Turns out she's this Lovecraftian monster. Mm-hmm. But uh, the love story and her trying to keep that from him and all that shit. It's a pretty good show. Uh, the Vigil from 2019. Um, there Apparently there's a Jewish tradition when somebody dies, somebody uh, of faith has to sit with the body overnight. Naturally, a bunch of weird shit goes down. You've seen this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, not mad at it. Had some pretty good scenes. Yeah, I, from what I vaguely remember, I think I liked it. Okay. Lux Eterna from 2019. This is another Gaspar Noé jam. Now, oh, here's what I gather about this. Yes. And I could be completely off base. Okay. It's a movie about a movie being made about people be, uh, witches being burned at the stake. All right. Now, never mind the witches. Never mind uh, people being burned at the stake. This movie is entirely the director of that movie and one of the actresses and a bunch of infighting on the set. Sounds way too meta. It is. And I showed up on Shudder and I really liked climax so i thought i would give it a shot it's only an hour long so we yeah. have that going for us uh dash cam we'll talk about that next week vhs 99 from 2022 um i will say that i rather liked it but it's based strictly on my tolerance of the main character uh splinter from 2008 seen that one think so gas station Meth, okay. meth head and two uh, tourists get trapped yes. in a gas station. Mm-hmm. The creature effects in that are bananas. You know I don't recall shit the way you of do. Of course not. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil. That's why I have to log all this stuff. You, you go to your database, you, you <laughs> dork. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City from 2021. That's a good play. I love it. I love that one. That one's probably going to be in my 30, 30 for 30. Out of all of the Resident Evil movies. That is my favorite. I mean... I used to think it was the original Resident Evil movie, mm. but its rewatchability has really tanked over it's the years. It's very dated. <clears throat> yeah, it is. And unless you have some kind of mega hard on for, uh, what's her name there? Mila uh, Jovovich. Yeah. It, I don't, just don't think it holds up. And lastly, I marathoned American Horror Story Apocalypse. Yeah? What'd you think? Um, for an American horror story doofus like me, it's very gratifying mm-hmm. because you find out what happened to a lot of the characters from past seasons mm-hmm. and how they converge. Um, I didn't care for the ending. Okay, we we watched that one all the way through. I just it's been a couple of years now. It's it, I'm tragically behind on American Horror Story. Yeah. So if you'll recall, and I'm sorry if I spoil this for anybody, the witches find a. Last minute spell that allows one of them to travel back in time. Mm-hmm. So they send the new Supreme back to take out the Antichrist and avert the uh, uh, apocalypse. Wasn't that the season with way too much Stevie Nicks? Uh, she was only in one episode, I think. I thought it was two. Okay. It could be two. I don't know. Well, But I mean, really. I mean, doing it once is... A lo- yeah, okay. little Stevie Nicks goes a long way. <laughs> like, t- But I could have sworn it was twice, and it just felt like it was really over. over really? Overplayed. All she ever does is show up and sing one song, yeah. and then she's like, I got to go. I don't need Stevie Nicks music in my American Horror Story. No, but there's this tie-in with one character where oh, she's like a huge out. thing. And then every time she shows up, her powers get amplified. It's oh, a fucking geez. thing. All right. Anyway, uh, that's all I'm looking at, Jay. What do you got? It's been a while. 
Okay. So, Hit me. since we are doing the 31 for 31, uh, we did miss um, the night of your party, okay. uh, but we watched a double feature the next day. Nice. So, I'm going to go all the way back to the fifth. Okay. Uh, watch the original Wrong Turn. Okay. Um, you hated it. It wasn't great. Um, I gave it a five. I like I mean, it was fine. Uh, trick or trick or tree. Um, we saw that in the theater. Rob Zombie's Halloween rewatched the guest. That is such a, <laughs> I have apparently seen the guest before and it's yeah. insanely forgettable. Cause I didn't really? remember a damn thing about it. Oh, I loved it. I must've slept through it or something, Yeah, I but it was it. actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. The Lost Boys, Halloween three season of the witch. My man. 78's Halloween, Casper. Never, huh. never seen it. Uh, Hell House LLC. Ugh. Halloween Ends. We'll loop back to that one in a minute. Okay. Epic Home Haunts. The WNUF Halloween Special. <laughs> Love me some Frank. Frank. Uh, Dead Stream. It's a Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. The House of the Devil. Fright Night. Hellfest. VHS 99. Hubie Halloween. Fall. New flick. Fall. Yeah, it's a new okay. a new kind of thriller. All right. Uh, Family of Fear, The Return of the Living Dead, Trick or Treat, mm. What We Do in the Shadows, and The House's October Built. Very cool. Yep. Uh, we uh, have been very successful with getting through our movies this month. Other than today, I have not watched one, but I'll probably put something on while I'm editing the we show. We watched The House's October Built today. What did you think of Hell House LLC? I really like the first one you told me that it really kind of tanks after that well they're in production on a fourth one (laughs) right so yeah i I, I never watched beyond the first one i couldn't i couldn't get into it man so looping back around yes uh did you watch halloween ends i did i didn't hear your take on it Uh, not very anticlimactic to me i rather enjoyed the first one i liked the the vi- the I like the pace of the second one, Halloween Kills. This one just felt like they were in a rush to end it. You know what I mean? It felt I, to me like we, we need a trilogy. We need the next one out by this Halloween season. Fucking get Jamie Lee Curtis. Get somebody in that mask. Shove them in front of the camera. It just makes no fucking sense. There's that too, man. Dude, this movie is so Looney Tunes. That's what, I, that's what it felt like. It felt like they just rushed to get it out. Explain to me. That band of thugs, or, or the, the the band thugs, I guess it was. <laughs> there is no band group of toughs. No, there is not. So I even heard Tim have this very same argument. At least make it uh, believable like bullies. Sure. Never in the history no. of, of humankind has it been the band dorks that were the, the toughs. Yeah, that were... And they seem so oddly out of place, like, uh, generationally. Yeah. Like, they look like late 70s throwbacks. I didn't know what, really know what they were do, trying at, to do there. At this point, I just have to sign off on whatever kids are wearing. Because you know what I mean? Oh, that, that's what <laughs> that's, we're doing That now. is true. I, I'm at that point in my life. So then, then you've got the one scene where, <clears throat> fuck, it's so many questions. Um, I'm, I hate to eat up your time, but I, no, I really I, need some discussion on this because Sarah actually really liked it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, wasn't expecting that. Well, she was happy, just happy to see something different. Okay. You know, just not the same old same. Um, but 
this movie was painted as like the end all be all between Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. Right. It was not that. No. So, um, why in the hell if Michael, uh, I guess gets his powers yeah. back when he kills? Yeah. He should have been like mega charged after Halloween kills. Right. Like that should have been like enough buffet to get him through the next four years. Also, why would he not bring in more people into the sewer to kind of kill them right, and get his ramp himself up? Charge himself. Why also wouldn't he kill that hobo that lives right outside the fucking thing? Especially if he's evil. If he's evil incarnate. Right. Like, he, like everything has alluded to. Right. Why would that guy get a pass? I don't know. <clears throat> Then the scene where, like, uh, the, the main guy, whatever his fucking name was, mm. um, you know, him and Michael are staring longingly into one another's <laughs> eyes. And then Michael sees, like, all of the past transgressions of yeah. the guy who has really done nothing bad. Yeah, he's a superhero. He had an accident. Yeah. And killed a kid. Okay. Right. It was an accident. And he's been bullied. Yeah. So... It, a lot of people say, well, that's Michael transplanting himself into the guy. And then the guy starts to get a little whacked out. Uh, and he's kind of, he's like, I, I'm not become, I'm not myself anymore. I, so I'm like, okay, did Michael kind of pass some of his, his mojo onto the guy? I didn't, or did, was Michael looking and seeing these things play out? So I he's thought. like, oh, you know what? We're, we're kindred. That's what I thought. It was like <clears throat> he was seeing the, the guy's past. I don't know. And then that that guy who gets beat up by four band nerds yeah. takes out Michael fucking Myers? No. No. Uh let's see. Let's see what else. Holy crap. So and then you have okay. you have this whole story right about the guy who's not Michael. This whole great Art. story. Yeah. yeah it, that just dies. Yeah. Like well then why did you invest the whole movie into the guy just to pick right. him off? And what the, the, <laughs> exactly the, the name of the movie is halloween ends okay i get this this is the end of the trilogy how much actual michael myers did we get in this movie uh, next to none hardly any yeah you kind of need that it's a halloween movie i don't know man i'm trying I just i just i'm trying not to be mad at it because everybody is taking fat dumps on it so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i'm gonna wait till like mid-december and then i'll sit down and watch all four of them and see if that makes any more sense. All four. Yeah. You got to watch Halloween 78, then Halloween oh, okay. 18. Well, no, I'm not, actually, Jason, because I have a uh, New Year's resolution that I'm not yeah, rewatching. Yeah, you're not rewatching next year. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, actually want answers to any of those questions, uh, I don't have them. I'm sorry. I just think these guys can't write a fucking story. I really like the first Halloween. Uh, Danny the, McBride and uh, uh, whatever. I liked the it. 2018. I liked it up to a point because you had multiple people working on the yeah. story, and it's almost like they said, "Hey, you guys handle the first part of the movie, and then we'll take over on this part of the movie." Because be. it really was good to a point. Yeah. When somebody else clearly took over, could and be. you had Rambo. Yeah. Fucking Rambo versus Michael Myers. Yeah. <clears throat> And then by the time you get to this last one, Halloween ends, <clears throat> she has completely abandoned all of her, you know, angst and misery towards right. Michael Myers, all of the things that she's gone through, the fact that her fucking daughter died. Right. Uh, and she's got pumpkins and pies and shit all over the place. And like, you've got to just embrace the season. 
Let's, what happened to Sarah Connor? Dude, I'm, the, I'm telling you. The first movie the, it's she like, was Sarah Connor. And it's the same fucking writers. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, like I said, I think they thought they were going to cash a huge check if they could get this out by this Halloween season. And they rushed it, and they we got fucked. We got fucked. I just I, I can't wrap my head around. Okay. Look, I've never written a fucking movie. But, I tried once. But, <laughs> Wasn't that good? But you're at least able to write something that's cohesive. Yeah. This thing abandons its own story. I hate that. That's what pisses. That's why I hate Pumpkinhead 2. It has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I went deep on you, Jason. Yeah, you I did. went all the way back to Pumpkinhead 2. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Jeez. Suddenly, Pumpkin's a Tardo kid in the bottom of a well. How did that happen? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't. I. I, I feel you. Um, I wish you wouldn't take it so personal. <laughs> I, I'm very. I really hope it's the end. It fucking well better. I at least better. hope it's the end of Jamie Lee Curtis. Like wow. I, <clears throat> I want her out of the picture. Lori Strode. <clears throat> yeah, or just Jamie Lee Curtis in general. Wow, <laughs> what, she can what still else do the diarrhea doing? commercials. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> she shows up in the odd uh, rom uh, comedy thing. <laughs> Unless we're gonna have a True Lies uh, reboot or oh, something. Ah. Um, but no, I, I really think they just kind of need to abandon that. Start fresh. Give me a mindless, soulless. B- Eyes as black as night, killer. That's all all I want. Let me ask you this then. These three movies, Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends, versus Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, Mm -hmm. which which set do you think is better? Uh, I like Rob Zombie's. I would agree. I really like the first Halloween from 2018. I wasn't mad at Halloween Kills. This one just kind of ruined the whole thing for me. Now. If you take all the white horse imagery out of Rob Zombie's part, part two, yeah, um, it's not a bad movie. And I don't mind that he did something different. No. Because you had, like, Michael spoke. Yeah. He had his mask had off. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, Eating out of garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that, Michael. Sure. I'm uh, not bad. I'll, I'll take that all day long. Okay. Right on, dude. How about some immersion therapy? How about it? Now that we've gone down the black black hole of Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Immersion therapy. Deadstream, baby. What'd you think of that? What a great movie. It's a good show, right? Fuck yeah. It Com- it's probably 70% comedy. Oh, for sure. I would say. Absolutely. Uh, my- um, but but I knew it was a comedy. Yeah. So I didn't go in thinking, or it wasn't being sold to me as a horror like movie. the scariest thing ever. Right. Yeah. Uh, that dude is hilarious. <laughs> he might be <laughs> the biggest vagina in a horror movie. He is. If not, the, I've he's pretty you, close. That guy's fucking epic, man. And he can nail a girly scream like Oh, he can. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Loved it. But he he really did carry that movie all by himself. Oh, well, yeah. And he, he was did the only one such a good job. Yeah. My favorite was when she put her finger up his nose and broke the nail off. <laughs> and then it's it's worth also rewatching just to because there's equally funny shit being typed in the chat. Oh yeah, watching yeah. all the nasty comments. Yeah. 
God. It's a good, it's a good thing he couldn't read all of them because yeah. he probably would have got his feelings hurt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's great. It's uh, streaming on Shutter right now, inmates. Definitely check it out if, if you need a good laugh, if nothing else. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is Dash Cam from 2021. Um, it is currently streaming. Let me just verify this real quick. It is presently streaming on Hulu. It stars Annie Hardy and Amar Shadra Patel, uh, directed by Rob Savage. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. But now you must educate Darian. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am an awkward son of a gun living in Southern California, probably the L.A. area. Uh, I live in a weird renovated hotel motel. And uh, I finally got to hook up with a young lady. Accidentally killed her. Now I'm dismembering her taking the body parts out on these random dates and then throwing them in a lake. But I'm very romantic with it. So there's <laughs> that. I am, of course, Roman. Have you ever seen Roman? No. Uh, Angela Bettis's directorial debut. Oh. Um, it's... Uh, you wouldn't like it. It's very slow. It's like him, like... Lucky McKee plays, the, plays Roman. And he's, like, going out with this foot... Oh, I miss you so much. Oh, we had such a great time together. And then he throws the foot in the water. <laughs> this is very weird. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? I do ask. I do ask, too. Well, Jason, I am a soldier in a post-apocalyptic world. And I just happen to be home on leave. And uh, me and my uh, sidekick are back in town. I'm going to get over to my girlfriend's house as soon as possible. She's some kind of an avant-garde artist. She listens to a lot of heavy metal music and sculpts things out of random junk that I bring her. Uh, good news for her. I brought her all kinds of cool junk to include a battle droid that has been blown to shit. And she is going to make some cool artwork out of it. I hope it's not still functional and operational. Because if it is, we're going to have a real problem on our hands here, Jason. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, please give us a like, comment, or subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Do you have a Patreon campaign running? You can find that link at support.paddedroompodcast.com or anything you need to know about us at paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, join us next week for Laid to Rest, Jason, starting off Alabama Month, courtesy nice. of Alan. We got. Uh, I didn't know Laid to Rest was set in Alabama. And now you know. Now I know. Knowing is half the battle. We got some other good movies on that list, too. We're going to be hanging with Alan in Alabama good. all month. Uh, in the meantime, you got anything else on the week, my man? That's it for me. We're oh. just uh, g- continuing to gear up for Halloween, and it's definitely a busy week. Always. Happy Halloween, everybody. We will see you on uh, after Halloween, I guess. Yep. For Jason Harrell, Buddy in Absentia, Monica in Absentia, uh, critters that can eat vampires of all different varieties, butt buffets, um, 
dash cams, um, escape rooms, the Halloween spirit, the monsters, and the padded room podcast. Tit lurking crows. Tit lurking crows. I don't think I think the tits were lurking on that crow. <laughs> that particular crow was minding his own business. And the padded room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye.